Toasties. I'm Missy. Here's my bestie, Johnsy. Hey, y'all. And welcome to our Toasted Shenanigans. We have special guests. Boys. Hey, hey y'all. <laughs> hey, they did it. In synchronous. <laughs> <laughs> they hit that it. Was, that was me. <laughs> they hit it. And we definitely laughed into the mic. Yep. I was just thinking that as we laughed. Because <laughs> we had eye contact for the laugh. As we, Oops. Were, as we were just talking about how we get our laughs off the off the Richter scale and have to tone it down so we don't break your guys' eardrums. <laughs> Sorry if your eardrums are ever broken on our behalf. <laughs> what are you drinking? Oh, I had a picture of the name. What was it called? Uh, McGuire's? Something like that. McGuire's? I don't know. You bought it. It's a stout. It's delicious. From Wanakee, Wisconsin. Is it still good? It's actually getting better. Is it? Yeah. I'd give it probably about a seven. Hey, not bad. Yeah. Try it. All right. Ugh. I hate this. I hate this. Oh, Why'd you smell it? Just go in. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> I just hit my tooth. <laughs> oh, God. It's so nasty. It's, so it's not nasty. It tastes like coffee. No, it does not. Yes, it does. It's it delicious. It tastes like shit. It's from Aldi. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Well, that's pretty good. So it's like a like a generic uh, Guinness. Guinness. I buy it again. I wanted to just wait and share that last bit. I thought you'd be surprised. I got that from Aldi. I think I paid like five bucks for that. Five bucks well spent. <laughs> just for you, love. What you got with it? Um, it's a wine mead. It's Greenwich and... Carignan. What? Yeah, I don't know. C-A-R-I-G-N-A-N. Grape wine. You'd like it. It's dry as shit. What's the name of it? It's called I Know the Owner, and I do, and Matt. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do like this. I know you would. It's, I mean, it's not bad. Rate that one, Johnsy. Um, a nine. Yeah. I like it. It's not bad. Good job, Matt. Don't listen to Missy. <laughs> it kind of tastes like, um, what do you call it, like a Shiraz? I don't know. You know what it would be really good with? Um, a steak, berries and fruit. What? And a taco sangria, or a steak. I'd make it into a sangria and have tacos. I want steak. Steak tacos. Tacos. <laughs> we all love tacos. What do you guys got over there? Uh, Sprite. <laughs> it's warm too. I told him I'd get him ice. He said no. He drinks warm sodas. He's a weirdo. Oh, he likes syrup. Got it. Yeah. Yep. Oh, he's like Buddy the Elf. Kind of. Yeah. I can see that. I get that vibe. Just can't sing. Neither did he. No, yeah, he can sing. But he still did I mean, it he anyways. He did pretty good in the bathroom. Oh, yeah, you're right. Then I could imagine you probably could sing just fine when you're alone. In the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I got Evan Williams uh, honey whiskey and water. That's just delicious. Wait, just straight whiskey? whiskey? Yeah. yeah. Does he, You didn't mix with anything? No, he brought the bottle. Oh. Oh. You brought the bottle up here? No. Oh, I thought he did. Never mind. Yes, he did. Look at his face. No, I didn't. I just have what's it's in, in his Packers cup, cup, which is probably the rest of the bottle by his face. No, there's a little bit left in the bottle. <laughs> it's good. It is good. I know. And he had me try it before. It was it's good. Yeah, and it's a it's pretty affordable, as well. I bought that big bottle for him. You know, the the Buffalo Trace is like a hot commodity down here, and I don't think it's all that great. Like I would prefer that over Buffalo Trace. Hate hmm. me if you want to hate me. Is it because of the price? A lot of people think just because it's expensive means it's great. 
the Evan Williams whiskey is just very smooth. You know, I just recently, um, somebody I follow on TikTok, I can't remember his name, but he, like, reviews drinks and whatnot, mm-hmm. and um, he was doing a live, and he had said that his favorite whiskey is just the Evan Williams, I can't remember which one it was, it's just, like, one of the original ones, but he's, like, as far as whiskey goes, he's, like, best, hands down, best one yet. Wow. You have to let me know who this person is. Figure it out later. It's not a big deal. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I can't even think of his name. I just see him. I know. Your face just went blank for a second. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I don't even know his first name. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real thing for people with ADHD. We're horrible with names. I know. I know. I know. Oh, that explains a lot. Didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I I am not bad with names. I can sometimes, though, see a name and can't put the face to it. And when those moments happen, and then I see the face and the name together, then it's stuck there forever. No, I can remember a face. I just can't remember a name. Yeah, it's because you're ADHD. I can... Missy's better at remembering the names than the faces, I think. She remembers everything. I was say, I just remember everything. I do have my moments, though. Like, with some of my clients, I'll see the name. I'd be like, that name looks so familiar, but I cannot put the face to it. And then when I focus on that... I'll focus on it the whole time because I'll just fixate on just that. I'd be like, I don't know who the fuck this person is. And then as soon as I see their face, it's like imprint. It's forever there. Yeah, not me. They don't work like that. I will remember somebody's face like for the rest of my life. And it's really awkward because I will see them in public sometimes and it'll, it could be years down the road and I'd be like, I know that person. They probably don't remember me. <laughs> and this is really awkward. <laughs> yeah, I recently bumped into somebody somewhere around here. and It's easy to do. It's tiny as fuck here. I was like, for the life of me, I was like, who is this person? I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> There's very few people that I don't remember. And that's, they really got to switch up their look for me to be like, I don't remember you. The only time I really had a struggle of remembering people's faces was when we were all wearing masks and the masks came off. If I met them and they were wearing the mask, it's amazing. I don't know why superheroes weren't covering their nose and their mouths. And instead they thought covering their eyes was the best way to like hide their identity because you cover your eyes i know your face but you cover your nose and your mouth i don't know what who you are anymore that is very true mm-hmm. i, I definitely i definitely learned that because the clients that i had before all that that i did not remember i could not find them when they were wearing masks it took me a while to figure out so i had to really pay attention to, like their hair mm-hmm. but when masks came off the clients that i started seeing during that time i didn't know what they looked like so I couldn't figure out who they were again. And again, I just had to look for their hair. That makes sense. Yeah. It was, it was weird. Anyways, we'll go back to the saga of a story we're doing, guys. Yep. We seem Here to, we go again. We seem to have accidentally stumbled into this little continual story. Because there was just somebody we couldn't not talk about. And that was Mr. Burke. Yeah, you have to, as soon as you go through all the evidence and whatnot, there's still a lot of questions you know, left unanswered, and unfortunately, a lot of them are answered with his name. Let me tell you some digging here. I have more questions, so I might do more digging, and you guys might have more from me. I don't know yet, but uh, I did finally see a picture of Rex. Doesn't he look weird? He, he looks like an ogre. He, yeah, I, he's he's scary. Have you all seen a picture of him? He's no. scary looking. Negative. I was like, oh my god, I don't care how much you pay pay me, I am not touching that man. Nope. Mm-mm. Yeah, he's scary looking. People touched him for $1,000. No, thank you. But that goes out of that conversation that those two had. 
What's your price? We're not going into that right now, though. They just got excited. I know they did. <laughs> we just shut them down. <laughs> but back. Well, let's let's just say this. Burke has a price. Did you guys watch that video I sent you guys? Which one? Oh Talking yeah, the pr- about- yeah. I yeah. responded. Oh, I don't remember. I can't. Why? I don't know. My every if I get videos sent to me on on Facebook, all of a sudden it'll just go to a black screen and it'll say comments disabled. But if you send it the video to me on like just a regular text message, I can watch it. Well, that's stupid. It's so stupid. But like I said, Burke had a price. Yes. So we'll mm-hmm. get we'll get into that one. But we had so we got to we got to do some backtracking on on uh, Mr. Jan- James Burke. Yep. So I just said it again. It's okay. And but. she said so, and but, so but, um, so but, um, so but, um. It's kind of like a, there you go. So but, um, so but, um. <laughs> She's going to randomly, like, have that go in her head now. Yes, I will. It is going to live in like... her head rent-free. Yep. With Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> okay. So, James Burke was, as we talked about before, caught having sex um, with prostitutes in his cop car on duty, and he was never really put on leave, demoted, or terminated for it. Ultimately, that's where I had to start investigating, and that's when we stumbled upon the the dude that he assaulted, mm-hmm. which his name is Christopher Loeb, and he was charged and prosecuted for stealing a duffel bag out of Burke's cop car. In the bag was a snuff film, porn, and sex toys, and a shit ton of heroin. Oh, I didn't know there was drugs in there, too. So, ultimately, that's what Christopher was looking for, because he was... The heroin. Yes, he was an addict. Um, and he had learned learned that there was this cop that lived in this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So, he broke into the cop car looking for the drugs and stumbled upon all the rest of the stuff, but mm-hmm. took it all. Well, yeah, because he didn't care. I mean, he just needed what he needed, but he's not going to sit there and rummage through the bag to find what he needed. He's going to take the bag, take it somewhere mm-hmm. else, take what he needs, and leave the bag where he found it. Correct. And he's the one that's the only one that is a witness to that snuff film. So besides that testimony, we don't know if it actually exists or not. Now, I've listened to a lot of, like, his statements and whatnot, and Mm -hmm. he seems like a pretty honest individual. A heroin addict? He still seems like an honest individual. Just because you're an addict doesn't mean you're not honest. This is very true. This is very, very true. Because I've known many addicts in my life, and most of them are pretty honest. They have to be. Most of the times, the problem is that they're just not honest with themselves. Yes, that's very, 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 very accurate. So, he had described the snuff film as there was a masked man. Mm -hmm. So, we don't know if it was Burke or not. But he did say it was a prostitute on the film Mm -hmm. that was having intercourse with this man. And a snuff film, as you guys know, is they get off on killing the individual while they're having intercourse with them so were they like choking him or I'm comp- he didn't say how so while the, they- the story went in the s- snuff film um but so while they were doing the deed the guy was murdering her correct that's gross just rough sex that's like to a whole nother level yeah that Evid- does take evidently r- people that uh get off on this it's evidently the way the body passes the movements um is what actually turns them on. They actually like the entire part of the body passing. And that's when they would reach their climax. That's that's an instant, like, seek some fucking help if you find that to be a, a kink. Because at that point, you can't even 
fake that to get the climax? That's a that's a big problem. It is a huge problem. But on the <clears throat> other hand, um, there was another officer that I heard statements from that also this is just witness testimony. There's no proof of it. And was approached by Burke and asked him if he knew anywhere that, you know, he could find a snuff film. I want to understand why these exist. But then again, there's a lot of individuals. There's a lot of things that exist. Never mind. That was carry on, please. Yeah. Ultimately, Burke arrested Chris and he had cuffed him to the cell floor for 10 hours and repeatedly beat him over those 10 hours. And of course, he was calling him all kinds of names, saying a bunch of stuff that like nobody cares about you, just like all the prostitutes that are gone missing and also threatening to inject him with a lethal amount of heroin. I just find it really odd. Like, I get he stole from you, but I find it really odd the level of aggression over a bag being stolen. Well, one, there was already, you know, the snuff film in there. There was drugs in there. Why does he have them? Why are they not in the evidence locker? Evidently, this was Burke's M.O. He would just, you know, arrest these junkies, take their their heroin or whatever and keep it for his own sex parties i i get that but like dude could have just got away with stealing the thing and what would have come of it if he just like didn't chase after the guy what why was there such an aggression of this bag being taken well we haven't gone over it yet but previously burke was kind of disciplined for some bad behavior within the department. So I don't know if he was worried about that. I don't know if it was actually him on the snuff film and didn't want anybody to see it because they could ID him, even though he was wearing a mask. But, you know, most likely he's probably naked. So I'm sure he could be ID'd still. By who? His wife? I don't know. I don't even know if he was married. I hope not. I don't think he was, actually. Well, eventually Chris was able to appeal his charge and file suit against Burke. Other witnesses that were there during the beating, um, other cops, mm-hmm. uh, they finally spoke up about the abuse that Chris went through. Because beforehand, when Chris was going through all this and pleading to the judge and whatnot, again, they, they wouldn't listen to him. Cause it was exactly what Burke had said. Nobody's going to listen to you because you're a junkie. Yeah, he's an addict. He, he's not going to get taken serious. Correct. And with- that's what happened. <sighs> not until somebody finally spoke up. Uh, he was... In exchange, Burke was arrested and... He, he was charged for assaulting Chris, and Chris was rewarded $1.5 million for his suit. Holy shit! Yep. Now, he said it was never about the money. He just wanted somebody to know about Burke. That's all it ever was, and that's what he was pleading for. It was never... He didn't want the money. Right. He just wanted people to know who this man actually was, because if you, if you ever met Burke, he came across as this very charming individual. As some of them do. That's kind of odd. For a heroin addict to say he didn't want the money, he just wanted people to know about this cop, I'm wondering how... Now, Chris was in and out of rehab, too, as well. So, you know, he relapsed a bunch of times. I don't know if he's currently sober or was sober after that. He did do quite a amount of time in prison. I don't know if that helped him. I still know there's a lot of drugs in prison. Mm -hmm. So, who knows? But... He seemed pretty adamant is the fact that he just wanted justice. Mm. Finally, odd. Not in a bad way. Just, I hope he's okay. That's all. I hope he's okay, too. And I hope he's clean now and living his best life. Absolutely. I looked up a couple of facts. Okay. And did you know it is actually harder to become a cop in Suffolk County 
than to get into Harvard. What? Yep. Why? It's due to uh, the unions being very strong in New York, and they work very hard to get people elected who provide them with very large salaries. So they're all trying to work for each other. Gotcha. I do know that that Suffolk County Police Department is the largest suburban police department with somewhere around like 2,500 employees. Well, Sean lived there. Yeah, Sean. Did you have any run-ins with the Suffolk County Police Department? No, not while I was there. (laughs) What do you mean, not while you were there? No, I'm just saying, I didn't see any... Well, I mean, I saw police, but I never... Never got involved. Yeah. Didn't see any like shady stuff and whatnot. No. Was there a lot of prostitution around there? <clears throat> um, in some areas, yeah, and like Wine Dance and stuff like that, in East Bellport and Patch Hog, which is also known as East, East Bellport. So, guys, Sean, we definitely wanted to have uh, the boy, the guys on here because Sean, for one, lived in the area, so it's kind of going to be fun and interesting to get your perspective on the area and timeline of some of the stuff. If you even remember anything that happened with Burke. Do you remember seeing... No, at that time, there probably wouldn't have been a lot of headlines about Burke. No, because it probably was happening at that time. Yeah, it was happening at that time. He was doing what he was doing. Yeah, I guess. And when you were a lot younger, he wasn't even in Suffolk County. Well, he was about 95. Yeah, no, he was in Suffolk County, yeah. Yeah. He was born and raised in Suffolk County. Yeah, but he wasn't a police officer for them the whole time. Mm -mm. No. We'll get into that later. So, you had said that you had cleaned some of the houses. Was it in Oak Beach or on Gilgo? On Gilgo. Nothing in Oak Beach? I don't remember, to be quite honest, but I know it was definitely Gilgo Beach. Do you 100%. remember seeing anything weird? No. I mean, not that I was you paying were young, attention. So yeah, you I mean, I was, I was 17 years old. And you had a bunch of hot Hispanic women around you. So. Yes, that's what you said. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, when you put it like that, why would he pay attention to the crazy other shit? <laughs> True. <laughs> now... You said that the area is a bunch of really, really fancy homes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they ain't going to leave their shit laying around. They are gonna be, they will be careful about it. They're going to make sure it's put away. That's not always true. I mean, you, there's a lot of people that live in fancy homes that are just oblivious to what it's like. To have to hide yeah. it? To, to have to hide their shit. Yeah, because the police yeah. aren't around to catch them. Because the police aren't around to catch them. Because or they don't have to worry. The police. Be, because yeah. they are the police. They don't have to worry about people coming into their house and stealing their stuff. And there's, true. There's, there's a lot of things that people don't think about when money's not an object and when you don't fear anything, really. That's true. That's true. I mean, did you ever think our vehicles were would get stolen in where we lived in Wisconsin? No, but I still will never, ever forget that morning of just you being <laughs> shouting up the stairs to be like, um, babe, I parked the car in the driveway, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, now the reason that's super funny is we had this gentleman that lived across the street who had like a residence in Mi- Michigan and then in Wisconsin, but uh-huh. he refused to get rid of his home because he bought it for dirt cheap. And if he sold it, he'd have to do the property, yeah. property gains. Yes. So he refused. So he, our driveway was very tiny. So he had asked if we if we didn't mind like parking in his driveway sometimes to make it look like someone was there because mm-hmm. he wasn't there a good majority of the time. Sometimes his daughter would come, but <laughs> yeah. So in my head, like I I think he wasn't sure if he parked in our driveway or across the street, which still is just like it's not across the street and it's not in our driveway. But that was the first question he asked: Is did I park the car in the driveway last night? And I was like, Yeah. And he's like. Well, it's gone. Can I have your keys? I got to get to work. I'm 
like, no. Mm-hmm. What do you mean it's gone? <laughs> you that's are... a situation you call out because you've got to call the cops. That's what I said. He was going to call the police after work. I was like, you can't call the cops after work. They're going to question why you waited. Well, he's a very devoted employee. He's probably like, the no, boss is terrified. not going to believe me. <laughs> no, he was terrified to call out of work because the re- the past job that he had in this situation, which I'm not going to name the place, yeah. was there were douchebags. Douche canoe. So, like, we had seven sick days, and if you called in once, you got written up. You With called your in the, sick day. You, Bullshit. Say you went back to work the next day. Mm-hmm. So you got one write-up, you go back to work, you're like, you know what, I'm still not feeling good, I'm going to take the next day off. That's the second write-up. The third day, you decide to go back to work, call out, that's a five-day suspension. Mm-hmm. But call, call, sick days. Call in a fourth time. It's five days pending termination. That's mm. wrong. That mm. is so wrong on so many levels. That mm. shouldn't be you legal. Get, you can't give sick days and then write you up for using sick days and threaten to like suspend you. So, so basically the way that it works is if you used your seven sick days consecutively, you're fine. But if you use them... Sparingly. Sparingly. It's a problem. You could potentially lose your job for calling in sick. That's ridiculous. And God forbid you have a family member emergency that needs you. Wow. Because that was another one. He was like, yeah, you can go. You won't have a job. My dad had his four-hour heart attack, and I was like, hey, my dad just had a four-hour heart attack and was flight for life. Can I get off this weekend to go make sure he's okay? Because it was like a Thursday or Friday that it had happened, and my boss was like, yeah, that's fine, but I can't guarantee you're going to have a job when you come back. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Thank God you're not there anymore. See, this is the shit they should be focusing on federally. Anyways, back to the story. Okay. Oh, by the way, I don't know what just jogged my memory, but um, Shannon was yeah. 33 yards from Hackett's house. Good to know. Yeah. Found that little piece today when I was researching. Good to know. Okay. Okay. Burke started as a patrolman, and he worked his way to an undercover narcotics cop. But by age 25, he was promoted to sergeant, Hmm. which to me seems really young for that big of a police department. Yeah. But overall, he was the ideal cop and made many connections with the community. Uh, So the community loved him. Like he was like marching in parades and doing like children's hospital stuff, pretending like he's this great guy, but really he's just a fucking asshole. Oh, sounds familiar. Yeah. Anyways, he was very smart, especially in the, sh- like, street smarts. So that's Clearly. the way he was able to get around. Like, he obviously p- played the politics very well. And like I said before, he was very charming, but he was also very intimidating. So he would bully people. And that's part of the reason why he rose the ranks very, very quickly. Gotcha. He was officer of the year in the early 90s to one of the elite detectives for the district attorneys in 2002. And this part is important. Tom Sapota was the DA, and he was one of Burke's biggest supporters. Like, it was odd how much he supported this man. Right. Burke's allegiance with Sapota would ultimately get him into big trouble with the FBI, because they're the reason that the Gilgo Beach incidents were put off for so long. Mm-hmm. Those two were the reason why the FBI was never really involved. Mm-hmm. But after Burke was promoted to chief, there was a shift in power within the police department. And it basically, if you weren't in their like little circle, you weren't going to make it. He needed people 
under his watch that he could control at all times. And as his role became more prominent, his past and personal life started to become to the surface. Oh, Sneaky, sneaky. So here's a little bit where we get some answers. In 1995, 17 years before he became chief, Burke was under an internal affairs investigation. So it turns out a prostitute that was looking to gain some time off for whatever she was being charged with had come forward and told authorities that a sergeant in another precinct was drinking, smoking crack, and dating a prostitute. So, immediately, the sergeant in that precinct calls internal affairs. And, of course, there's an investigation with both Burke and this uh, woman. Both admit to having a six-month intimate relationship. However, the issue wasn't really their relationship. The issue was her criminal past. She had spent more time in her life facing the law than she actually did just prostituting. Oh. Like, she had quite the rap sheet. Oh. And it was everything from drugs prostitution, salt, you name it, it was she on there. She did it. Yep. Wow. And they were together in a six-month relationship now. Intimate. Okay. Now, so- she did claim in her interview she didn't want any of her allegations or her witness statement, whatever, to harm Burke in any kind of way because she was in love with him. <laughs> Your face. Okay, honey. <laughs> Well, I mean, you just like, blushing. you just, you just like, carry on, please, with the story. Drink your mead. <laughs> Better yet, drink your mead so I can record it and post it on your social media. <laughs> Anywho, we'll keep going. <laughs> Bert claimed he knew nothing about this woman's past, which I find that very hard yes, to believe. Yes, you're a police officer. Correct. You can look anybody up. Yeah. You haven't, and she's already a prostitute, mm-hmm. so you can't tell me you. Oh my gosh! Wow, I don't know who he thinks he's fooling half the time. But he did admit in this part, like, it wowed the fuck out of me. I I don't understand it, but he did admit to letting her use the state issue car he drove <gasps> while his state issue gun was inside of it. Oh my. Bitch, you know she is a felon. Like, she has to be a felon with that rap sheet. Oh, absolutely. She has to be. She shouldn't be anywhere near a gun. Nonetheless, but, a state-issued gun. A, oh, my God. What if she would have done something with that? Like, he already... I mean, he's already, like, a bad man anyways. Like, bad juju dude. But, like, because of her criminal history, and now she's got his gun, if she goes and uses it... Oh, wait. He's good at cover-ups. Never mind. Oh, yeah, so he, he thought. He's got, he's got them connections. And so he thought. Well, he also admitted to having intercourse with her on multiple occasions while on duty in this car. This is the what we've always been referencing. This is that woman, uh, the one that was leaked, I think, what was in 2013 in Newsweek. It was a huge headline then. Mm-hmm. Um, he was hardly, hardly punished. Mm-hmm. His punishment was he lost 15 vacation days Ooh. and was transferred to another precinct. Oh, no. There was no, like, suspension. There was no termination. Nothing. Lloyd can't call out sick and he loses his job. This man lets a hooker drive his cop car with the gun inside of it and keeps fucking her in it, but nothing. And he just lost his sick days. That's all. Yep. Well, hopefully he doesn't need to use them for anything he caught. 
if I mean, he needed them, I'm sure he'd figure a way to still have them. True. Cover-up's a cover-up, but when you lose your sick days, you can't be like, hey, uh, sorry, I got the cr- crickets of the crotch. I got to call out. <laughs> Just saying. Okay. So, to explain why he, I guess, had such princess treatment, I'm going to take you back a little bit to when Burke was 14 years old. Ah, uh, baby Burke. On April 20th, 1979, John Pius, a 13-year-old boy from S- Smithtown, New York, left his father's house on a bicycle around 8.15 p.m. Approximately 15 minutes later, a neighborhood girl saw him riding his bicycle toward Dogwood Elementary School. Do you know where that is, by the way, Sean? No. It sounds familiar, though. I was curious. Because this is all still in Long Island area. And this is where, when Burke was younger. Mm-hmm. 14. Where, where okay. is Dogwood? Where, where, where does it say? Uh, just said at Smithtown. Do you recognize that? Yes, I know where Smithtown is. Yeah. Okay. Evident- the name sounds familiar. Well, this was evidently a huge deal back in 1979, this case, because um, it was taken on more of like a child-on-child crime. Because mm-hmm. Pius never returned home, and a member of of not a uh, law enforcement, it was a like a family search or whatnot. They actually found his dead body at 1 p.m. the next day, nearly like few feet from the school. Okay. Uh, he was in the woods right behind the school, and his attackers had beat him, dragged him, and shoved dirt and six rocks down his throat. Oh, no. And he had ultimately suffocated as the cause of death. So police, you know, they're in a rush to get, you know, somebody charged with this because this is, you know, not good. Now, there was like a footprint stamp on his face, which was from like, what they say it was up like a puma shoe. But mm. the size of it was definitely like a child's foot. It wasn't an adult foot. So they knew that they were looking for a child. Anywho, they arrested four boys. For this crime. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like the West Memphis 3 situation where they arrested this one kid and cohorsed a confession. Mm. And it was recorded. And then the kid afterwards was like, Never mind. Never mind. None of that happened. I'm scared. I just wanted to go home because all along they're telling him, you can go home if you tell us what happened. So they tell him what happened and then he just repeats it. Yeah, because he's a child and wants to go home. He's scared. Correct. And this is why parents need to be allowed to be there. I thought their parents had to be this is, there to question a minor. It's like they the do. 70s. Well, it still was a law in the 70s, but parents were not there. Not always. There are some states where that is actually you don't have to. Well, New York. Depending on the age. New York, uh, for a 13-year-old, the parent definitely needs to be present. Because that was one of the issues for the fact that they didn't have enough evidence now to arrest these other three boys. Got it. So they went eight months without arresting anybody. And, you know, the community's getting upset. They're getting angry. We of saw course. what they did in West, you know, the West yeah. Memphis 3 case. As they do most places, especially if it's a child. Mm-hmm. They, people get up it's in It's a little arms. more passionate. It's, yeah. It, it's scary. You got kids of your own. It's scary. The lead prosecutor for this case was Tom Spoda, the DA from Long Island. Okay. And the key witness was 14-year-old James Burke. Okay. Now, all they are going on now to prosecute and arrest these four teens 
is Burke's witness statement. What Now, Burke wasn't the coerced one, correct? Mm-mm. No. So how do we, we don't know the name of the person who was coerced. I didn't, I don't have the names. Um, I didn't want to dial right. into another case. Um, but this is the gist of this. And this is where we're trying to figure out how did James Burke get involved? Mm-hmm. Like, supposedly yeah. he was friends with them. But why after eight months did all of a sudden he just say, yeah, they did it. So he was friends with the four that were arrested. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he pointed the finger at all of them. And was like, no, nah, they did that. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Exactly. That's suspicious. Mm-hmm. So some more fun facts. By the late 70s, the Suffolk County Police Department's confession rate was so high, it was unmatched anywhere else in the nation. That's weird. Their, uh, com- their confession rate was about 91%. What? Why? Because they're corrupt. Because they told everybody they can go home if they just tell them what they want to hear. Yeah. So this isn't new, the corruption that was going on in this police department. It's been around for quite a while. So it's going to take a long time to clean up. Mm-hmm. By the mid-1980s, the New York State Court of Appeals had re- reversed at least 10 homicide convictions because of improper contained confessions by the Long Island Police Department. You know, that's really, that's crazy. That's a, that's a lot. That's really high. Yeah. That's just, I'm, wow. Okay. Now, here's the other thing. Spoda was known for making sweetheart deals with criminals for favors. Ooh, spicy, spicy. And ultimately, he goes from prosecutor to DA. Hmm. So if he's the district attorney, he has a lot of control over all that. Mm-hmm. And supposedly, Burke was kind of going down the wrong path as a kid. And I'm kind of curious if Spoda kind of offered Burke one of these sweetheart deals. And that's why Burke rose to power so quickly and kind of just... Everything he did kind of just got, like, brushed under the rug, and he was protected. Probably. I mean, if he was going down the wrong path, he was a little criminal boy, and he liked to work with little criminal people. Makes sense. Yep. And you're working with the DA, the district attorney. They're responsible for all, like, the criminal charges and the crime. Like, he was protected. A hundred percent. That was his shield. It was all just right there. Burke was his little doggy dog. He was just playing deal or no deal. Yes. Essentially. The, the, Sean looks like that's the, all. the little Buddha statue in the back of your car right now. He just he, has this nice does. smile on his face. He just looks so happy. Yeah. He's just there. like chilling. <laughs> I just I just look over and he just had this like happy look on his face. You look you looking you looking happy. Just chilling, listening you, to the story. <laughs> you, 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 you Oh, do we have to mute your mics while we're talking? I'm turning down our mics when we're not talking. So we can have fun. Oh, it must be nice. Oh. Watching you guys. That sounded fun. <laughs> <laughs> wrong show. Period. <laughs> I mean. Right show, wrong time. What, <laughs> we're just waiting for something amazing to happen, I guess. <laughs> All, All right. right. <laughs> in 2001, Spoto ran for DA in Sulphur County. He won and one of his first acts was to transfer Burke who was a lieutenant in Suffolk County Police Department, into a special unit of investigators who operated out of the DA's office. So how did Burke get to this life? He didn't do anything that deserved him to get to that point. He had already been in trouble with the prostitute, with the drugs, everything else. 
Like, this is the only reason why he would have gotten this far. Because money hides a lot of things. That, and if he went back at any point in time and said, hey, I was paid for that witness testimony back when I was 14 years old, Spoda would be screwed. I mean, genuinely think about it. He was taking the drugs. He was either bribing the hookers with it, meaning he wasn't paying for hookers, or he was selling the drugs and making more money on top of the seller he was already making. Oh, no, he was known to take drugs. There's many witnesses seen him high as a kite. He was a sex fiend and a drug addict. Okay, but he could still sell the drugs and make a shit ton of fucking money because he's already got the clientele. I don't know. Most most people in the sex industry are hooked on drugs of some sort, and if you're in the yeah. sex industry, I'm not shaming. Don't get me wrong. It. He could have exchanged them for favors or whatnot, but the impression that I got was he's a pretty greedy individual, and he did a lot of drugs. I mean, just saying. Either way, the whole situation's fucked up. And if he had said anything that his confession wasn't true back in 1980, what, sorry, I said 1979, mm-hmm. 81, 81 was the trial, but 1979, they would have all been fucked. Mm. Especially Spoda. Bada boom. So Spoda was eventually disbarred. Yeah, I was about to say, I I did read about Spoda. Spoda got in trouble. But it wasn't till 2020, which is unfortunate because he was retired in 2017. He did not retire. Yeah. No, he did resign. He did resign in 2017. Yeah. But yes, he was disbarred on uh, June 10th of 2020 Mm -hmm. uh, and also was in jail. Yep, he was indicted on federal charges of obstruction of justice in the investigation of the Suffolk County Police Chief James Burke. Yeah, for hiding the assault. Correct. Yeah. I was like, why is that name familiar? I remember reading about him. And he was sentenced to five years in federal prison and fined $100,000, which is ridiculous because Burke didn't even get punished that much. No. He got sentenced 46 months and only served 40. Correct. So what the fuck? And then he was on probation until like 2019. Okay. That was probably nothing for him. But that's the thing is like he was in jail. Burke got put in jail for the 40 months and did probation. And it wasn't until his probation ended that Spoda all of a sudden got arrested and is serving time. Mm -hmm. Because that means he's currently in jail right now. Correct. I hope they put that motherfucker in Gen Pop even though I know they probably didn't. I wonder wonder how he feels about that. Like he just got like shot in the back like dude you picked the wrong protege <laughs> like you well that's the thing you've got bad taste <laughs> that's the thing is like you built that man up and then he got he i mean he didn't technically put you in prison but your cover up for him he like, had to cover for him because any time well that's what i'm saying like burke didn't technically put him in prison but burke fucked up enough to where he got put in prison mm-hmm. like well, your dog got a little too wild Yes. Is essentially it. Yes. He, he lost control of his puppy. Mm-hmm. Because that's what, the sounds of it for me is Burke was his puppy. Yes. He, well, he's, you could take it as that, yeah. He did what, Burke did whatever he wanted him to do. hmm And I think, I I don't know why my heart says this, I have a feeling Burke is responsible for that child. Um, There's conspiracy theories out there saying that he is, but there was also an individual that lived across from the child's home and was about the same age as him um, and had admitted to killing him. Nothing came of it, but he said he admitted to killing him because he had put his penis in the boy's mouth and didn't want him to tell anybody. 
that's not how you handle that. No. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. But I know that is the times, like the set, like late seventies, early eighties. Like that's not okay. Yeah, we're like the- that was that's looked down on. That's gay activity is not cool. But the other four boys that were being charged, they made up this whole story that it was over like a bike that they stole, and this little boy John saw them steal it. Where it makes more sense the other way around, especially if I'm thinking like a criminal, why there was all those rocks in his mouth. Can't speak if you got stuff in your mouth. Like. I don't know if it actually was Burke. I don't think it was. I do tend to believe that it was more the uh, the teen across the street. So the teen across the street actually admitted to killing the child mm-hmm. and nothing happened. Mm-mm. Instead, four boys served that time instead. Well, if something happened, then that looks like Spoda is unreliable. So that kid had to grow up thinking about what he did. That's... A- uh, that could be a mental turmoil on his own. Yeah, I mean, unless he's a psychopath, which he probably is. Oh, sounds like Long Island seems to be that way. No offense, Sean. <laughs> Should I be worried? No. Blink twice. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you went cross-eyed when you did I that. <laughs> I had to think she about had it. She had to think about her. She had to think about it. Um. So, so last week when they were setting up to do the recording, Johnsy was like, "Blink twice if you're in trouble," and I'm like. Blink, blink, blink. And I did the hand gesture as Joe And Missy was sitting at the foot of the bed doing something. And she looks up. She goes, you're a fucking dick. I am not that mean. I'm not. She's not. She only beats me on days that end in a Y. Oh, my gosh. What kind of? Never mind. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Back to our story. Golly. Well, that's all I have for y'all. But that's the information that I stumbled upon. Well. I have a little bit to add into the the Berkey Burks. So, like you said, he got he was chief from 2012 to 2015. So it was mm-hmm. a really short amount of time, just enough to fuck around and find out. Um, but he was a police officer for New York City mm-hmm. first, and I know that I thought there was something we said last week where you're like, I don't know if he was a police officer then during that situation. You're talking about um, the torsos that were discovered in 1996 and 1997. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, his name is linked to a torso. Okay. Her name is Jessica Taylor. Okay. And she was the first one that was, um, I guess, identified, it says. And she was actually found 20 years ago. So 20 years ago... It was the morning of July 26th of 2003. And his name is linked to that? This is where I messed up, guys, is as I was digging and digging and digging and starting to put things together, I closed out of the article that I was, or the thing that I was reading. I remember, because mm-hmm. I got, I saw her name mm-hmm. linked to something about him. And I closed out of that because I was trying to find who she was. And gotcha. She, she was one of the first torsos. And but not the torsos that were connected to the Gilgo Beach. Yes. Well, I'm confused. So, Sean. I said that very loudly. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, 20 years ago, it was on the morning of July 26, 2003, a woman apparently was walking her dog along secluded Halsey Manor Road. Sound familiar? Uh, in mm. Monroeville. Manorville. Sorry. Manor- Manorville. Manorville. Yeah. I totally fucked that up. I'm sorry. No, I mean, the street name doesn't sound familiar, but I... Manorville yeah. sounds familiar. Okay. Because mm-hmm. so, you would have lived then, there right then at that time. 
Not in Manorville. No, not oh. in Manorville. But yeah. Well, you at co- that time. I was in West Babylon. At that That's time. where um, Costello was. Amber Costello. She lived in West Babylon. Mm-hmm. But anyways, keep going. Sorry, I got excited. No, it's okay. It's kind of just like interesting. Mm-hmm. It's, it's funny. But this woman who was walking her dog is the one that discovered a body that was later identified as Jessica Taylor. Eight years later... Her additional remains were found 50 miles away on the side of Ocean Parkway. Which was where Gilgo Beach is. Yes. So when Taylor, she was linked to the unsolved Gilgo Beach murders in 2011, Mm -hmm. she stood out among the cases for having been the only one identified years prior to her connection to what is now known as the Long Island serial killer case. And her family marked what would have been her 40th birthday on June 17th. And then here's our fucker. Yeah, that's him. Does he look like a fucking ogre? He does look pretty fucked up. Ugh, he's he, he scary. Really he is scary. Um, now, Rex has not been charged with Jessica's murder. And being the timeline of Jessica, because she wasn't amongst the names that you listed at all. And I double checked. I, I wonder if she was Fire Island Doe. Um. No, that's not Fire Island. No, I like I said. I know she's not part of the names that you listed of the original four. Oh no, not the four. That's what I'm saying. No, but she's one of the ten. Yes. So police are, uh, according to this, they were saying police are still searching for her killer because he hasn't been charged for her death yet. And Rex, like you said, he pleaded not guilty. I don't think he killed all ten. I think he is responsible for the four. That's clearly obvious with the evidence we went through last week. But I don't think he well, killed all ten. he's claiming not guilty to just those three girls so far. Oh, I know that. He's an idiot. Yeah, he's going to get stomped in, in the trial. And they said that this is 20 years of her being gone. So I'm very sorry to her family that they've gone that long. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that that soon, eventually, they can put all of that to rest for themselves and for her. So wait, how is this tied to Burke? That's the thing. I told you I closed up the article. Oh. There was his name linked to it. Well, now I've, I've got to figure it I out. I know. And I was trying to find out while you were talking, but I wanted to make sure I still paid attention so that I didn't get distracted on not knowing what she was initially dubbed Jane Doe number six. Okay. She was- Oh, no. Sorry. The woman found near Taylor initially dubbed Jane Doe number six. She went to go interrogate Sean to see if he knew anything about... Because she she was like, hey, 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 Sean. Hey, Sean, where were you on the night of... I totally <laughs> did not do that. I, I was all sitting right here. Good golly. <laughs> Sean's over here getting red in the face. He's like, I swear I didn't do it. It wasn't me. <laughs> but you got me on the counter. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Was it that was weirdos. me. <laughs> I'm trying to see if maybe this um, this article that I had about her might say something about Burke. I don't know if he would have been, if he is connected to any of them, it's not going to be out yet. In 2016, Kali White, who was uh, alternately described as Taylor's pimp and boyfriend, apparently told A&E docuseries The Killing Season that homicide squad detectives informed him that she was found wrapped in burlap. So Wait, a- what? Nuh-uh. That's what the Gilgo Beach 4 were wrapped in. Mm-hmm. 
but she was thickens. she was one of the ones that was found in different she was a the first one found and she was found as like in pieces Wait, okay hold up hold up where was where was her torso found again you said it in the beginning what manorville right yeah manorville. uh it said where in conjunction is that to manhattan yeah it just know, it just said that I know that she was one of the torsos because it was that her body was found in Manorville and the rest of her remains eight years later, her additional remains. So she was in pieces. So she was one of the torsos. How far was that from Massapequa? What, Manorville? Uh-huh. I'm not, I'm not GPS over here. Damn it, John. You know, you know, okay, first of all, what year is it? You got Google sitting right in front of you. What, what year is it? 2024, right? Yes. That was 21 years ago. You know how much stuff I've done in 21 years? Okay, fine. I mean, I don't know. know. I do not remember that. I gotta know. Not like how far it is. Like, I remember places, but not how far and everything was. See, like, I, like I said, I stumbled on, gosh damn it. I stumbled (laughs) on her name because I was looking at an article and I highlight, you know, I can highlight and all of a sudden it's like Google pops up. I'm so sorry, guys. I look very unprofessional in this situation because I'm just like, I don't know. So, Manorville is approximately an hour and 20 minutes from Manhattan. But let's see. Sounds about right. Massa. How the hell do you spell Massapequa? Massa M-A-S-S-A. Got it. P-E-Q-U-A. And it's only 44 minutes from Massapequa. Yeah. Because if you remember, he lived in Massapequa. His business office was in Manhattan. Mm. Yes. Remember how I was telling you also about there was two people that were um, with Burke. He got in, that got in trouble, mm-hmm. and I was like, one of them was old, and one of them was young. The other one was Christopher McPartland. Okay. And they're Christopher and Thomas are both serving five years in prison. Yeah, Thomas is Tom. Yes. Um, but both of them are serving five years for the obstruction of justice and conspiracy. You know, one of them I stumbled upon, they actually live in Oak Beach. Or did live. Now they live in prison. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully in that gym pop. <laughs> Definitely not in gym pop. Well, they should be. No, instead they're probably getting princess treatment. Yeah. I was hoping this was the article that said something about her name again. I cannot find... Where I had it, I'm so sorry, guys. I will put on our social media. Yeah, when you find when it, I like, find it and kind of get more details into that situation. I've been searching all day long where I saw that to stumble on her name. Like I, d- I don't know why I would stumble on her name when we were originally talking about just those four girls. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when I was trying to just find mm-hmm. things about him. So I wasn't even. You would think that they would just only talk about either those girls because that's the only ones that are at the moment yeah. being, you know, worked on. And you had said that. They were possibly linking Rex to the rest of them. I don't think Rex is a hundred percent responsible for the rest of them. The four, even though he's only they're only at number three, I would say yes. There's way too much to say that he's that would be like, oh, this is a crazy coincidence um, that that wouldn't work. So we said that Burke got out of probation like 2019, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah. Roughly. August 22nd, 2023, he was arrested. Mm-hmm. That was just, just yeah. last August. But he, they dropped the charges. No. No, they didn't. They did not drop all of the charges. So the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Park in Selden. Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Selden, New York. Yep. Yep. Okay. So there is a lot of complaints about sex um, working 
and soliciting and prostitution mm-hmm. happening in that park. Come on, guys. It's a memorial park. Really? <laughs> really? Yeah. So I, there were, I don't know if you know this or not, but people don't care where they have sex. And y'all had an episode where you talked about that. They really don't. I know that. But that's beside the point. Anyways, the park rangers were getting a lot of complaints about a lot of the sex solicitations that were happening in the park. Mm -hmm. So the park rangers decided to put a sting operation out there to crack down on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And during that time in the um, operation, they got a man into the car. He had apparently whipped out his penis, started fondling himself, telling the other man in the car that he loves to suck dick. Okay. This man was James Burke. Hmm. The more you know. Yeah. He likes to suck dick, guys. Um, <laughs> so he was arrested. Okay. For his charges were, and I wrote them down here so I at least have this. He was charged with public lewdness, indecent exposure, criminal solicitation and offering a sex act and when he while he was being arrested at the time of the arrest it was actually stated that the um the park rangers didn't know who he was correct Mm -hmm. they were unaware of who he was at the time in dumb ass decided to tell him who he was and try to use his name which is really funny if you actually look up james burke he is listed as the disgraced Chief mm-hmm. of the Department of Suffolk, which I thought was really funny. The disgraced, <laughs> really, what a what a way to put them. Long Island auditors has done quite a few things on Suffolk County police departments, and there's a lot of corrupt cops still to this day. Mm, mm-hmm. mm, mm. Yeah, uh, I'll get into that. Um, so he's like I said, he's put as the disgraced chief, which I think is really really funny. And at the time of his arrest. They were stating that he it was unknown that it was him, but that Burke had used his name to try to avoid the arrest. And it was quoted, he was expressing to us how this would be a public humiliation for him, end quote. And that was by Sergeant Brian Quattrini. I hope I pronounced that right. And, you know, when I was writing this down, mm-hmm. I, like, said it and I felt very proud of myself on how well I said it. And now I'm like, am I saying this right? <laughs> But he he's one of the park rangers that actually was arresting him. On September 11th is when he actually had his, like, kind of first case um, okay. or the first, yeah, court for this. And co- coincidentally, for unknown reasons, two of the charges were dropped. And all he is still fa- he still was facing is indecent exposure and public lewdness. So he's going to get, like, nothing. I'm assuming he got nothing. They said that the final court case was in October of 2023. And coincidentally, I cannot, I dug and dug and dug. Because you'd think by now you would know the information. I have yet to go on actual circuit court to see if they might have finished that out and what they gave him. However, I cannot find anything to complete that case of him. Well, it could be put... It could be put off for a long time because we still, this case going on with Gilgo Beach is still open. And if he's tied to it related in any kind of way, and the two link together in some kind of way, it may take some time to even for him to be charged. I don't think that him being, that, I don't know if he was soliciting, he was trying to buy sex or if he was offering sex. Not a clue. 
because it sounded like it was a little bit of both. Maybe he just liked prison so much he was trying to relive it. I think he just has he a... He probably su- did enjoy his time. I I think he just has a... Su- he, well, he pleaded not guilty to, the situ- to this. He pleaded not that guilty. That was more so just to protect his ego. You offered to suck a cop's dick and you're saying he pled not guilty? Yes, he pled not guilty. Bro lost weight, though. He said, I plead the fifth. <laughs> no, he said, I'm not guilty. Everybody asked him questions. Obviously, you know how the people, the news reporters surround people and are like, oh, you got any questions you wanted to give us any? What's going on? There's just like no comment. I'm not gay, but 20 bucks is 20 bucks. (laughs) Yeah, so I said he's got a price and it's very low. Now, when I heard that he had said this to a man Mm -hmm. and all that other kind of stuff, I don't think he's married. And then that kind of carries on to back to little boy situation. Mm-hmm. And that is why he's witness and the man amongst all those girls on that beach. So my question is, so so not only does he get into with hookers and evidently park rangers <laughs> and was it just one one boy or is it like only one that we know of? Well, for what? Yeah. The little boy, he wasn't tied to except for that. He said that when he was 14 years old, he was on the bench and would provide a witness statement stating that his friend told him that they killed that little boy. That was the only thing. Yep. That was the only thing that he was able to provide. But unfortunately, that was enough to arrest those other 14s. Here's really funny is some there's a lot of times that we've talked about a lot of stuff and that would have been nothing. That would have been like oh, that. well, I there mean, was no DNA and stuff at that point in time. I get that, but look at how much I mean how much work they put in just for wrecks. Yeah, I'm, you would have thought like with just the like were, one call. There was no, a, we went back and forth to like like I don't know how many calls we were talking about. Yeah, I mean I was just like okay now they could get them and you're like no nope, still not enough. I'm like what the fuck do you, what do you want <laughs> do you want a dick print on her face that basically. Like, I didn't understand how much more they needed. And the fact that he's pleading not guilty, I'm bro. There's no way. No way, dude. They really got their ducks lined up for this one on you, sir. Uh, but yeah, so that he's, I, I have no information. However, there is a TikTok creator. I believe their name is Indy, who really goes in on Burke and has lots of collective information. I'll have to check them out. On Burke and has spoken with Suffolk County residents to get their input on Burke and how much the people there hate him. Well, I believe there's still a lot more corruption. Why did those two things get dropped? Where's the rest? Oh, of the- yeah, it's still going to take a while to get, <clears throat> get the corruption that's not in Suffolk County. New York as a whole. Oh, that whole is is, is fucked. It's oh. filled with corruption. Absolutely. So it's it's gonna take. Years. I mean, honestly, it makes sense. Uh, you you and this may have been Hollywood. I don't know. It was known as like mobster city. Think about it. I don't know. Yeah, a lot of Italians and Irish. OG criminals. Mm-hmm. Organized crime. Mm-hmm. It was known for organized crime. Unfortunately, you got rid of you know the head mob dude. Whatever. You, yeah, it kind of all just disappeared. They mm-hmm. had to go somewhere. They have no organization anymore. The state was, I, when you think of mobsters and you think of organized crime, the first place people think of is New York. Yeah. So it makes sense that that state has so much corruption. Just they're unorganized about it now. 
because yeah, they don't are have finally a, surfacing. They don't have a leader. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, too, is like the organized crime wasn't used against the people. It was a lot of protection. The organized crime was to make money in ways unless you fucked around and then you found out. Yeah, but the thing is that it, they don't consider prostitutes people. That's sad. Yeah. Because they are, at the end of the day, that's someone's child. Not even the mob back in the day considered prostitutes people. Mm, yes and no. It's more like hired hands, yeah. hired, hired help, hired hands. Yeah. And as long as they didn't speak, they were fine. Some of them were protected because they were needed for other things. So they were protected. I like that pun. They were needed for other things. Mm-hmm. So here's my theory, okay? James Burke, I believe, is connected to at least one of the individuals found on Gilgo Beach. Mm-hmm. It is known that he has attended multiple sex parties with multiple people in power. Mm-hmm. And that even one of those sex parties he has attended with Rex Humerman. Yes. So I honestly believe... These guys used it as a dumping ground. Like this was That's what I said. Just their land of disposal. That's what I said in the whichever episode now we go back to. I said that. I was like, that was probably someone's dumping ground. And they just said, Hey Rex, when you're done, they go here. Yeah, and Rex just got no, I think Rex just got sloppy because I think he went off on his own because he has a you know, an addiction to as well. And he didn't know where to go, but he heard at these parties, you know, this is where we're dumping the women and just dropped them off there because they weren't really buried. They were like on the surface because like, correct me if I'm wrong, Sean, but Gilgo Beach. Yes, there's a beach, but there's like a very marshy area too as well. A lot of marsh. That you wouldn't enter. They weren't just like buried. Mm -hmm. They were on top. They were literally just dumped there because nobody goes there. Yeah. So I think the four, yes, I think Rex, absolutely, that's all him. After going through the evidence, there's no way that Burke's tied to that. But I think within the parties, that's the only way he found out about that area. And I don't think he's linked to the other ones. No, I don't think he's linked to the other ones. I have a feeling, I I do want to look into her. The other one, you said, you sure she was burlap? That's what that one article said, was burlap. But it was 2003 that she was found. She was found in 2003. Those other four, unless... The other four didn't even disappear until, like, 2007 to 2009. So that would have been a really big gap for him, where all the other ones were very collective. It seems like he went on Well, he put them in the same spot. Yeah, you said. Yeah, and it seems like he went on this one one little spree. I don't see him taking that big of a, like, sorry, vacation. No. He had a problem. Yeah. But she was in pieces. His four were not. I mean, he, that could have been too much work for him until he got into these sex parties and he heard Burke say, you know, this is what we're doing. But then again, he would have to know about it all along. Yeah. Because we still have the there. the feet and the hands and whatnot on Gilgo Beach. Yeah. Well, her body was found in one spot and her torso was found in another. Or her rema- rest of her remains. Yeah. Her, so I'm assuming when they said body, that was her torso. Yeah, it was like her torso was found in one spot, her head was found in another, and then like her hands and feet 
and other extremities were found on Gilgo Beach. The yep. ones where you could identify her were on Gilgo Beach. Yeah, this just said that her body was found by a woman walking her dog um, in Manorville. And then the rest of her remains were on Gilgo Beach. Good Lord. Thank God for dogs, because if it wasn't for these dogs, we wouldn't have any of them been found. Yeah. What about the doctor? Fuck that man. Um, the doctor, so I, and people, yeah, people can hate me on this all they want because I know there's a lot of people out there that are saying that, you know, Shannon is tied to all of this and she's not, she's just not. That man murdered that woman. I don't care what the fuck you say. Hackett murdered that woman. Absolutely. Why the fuck do you just call her mom out of nowhere when you're not, you're not even part of the investigation. Nobody knows about you, but you insert yourself into it. Mm Mm-hmm. I can't say maybe you had a guilty conscience and you were trying to protect yourself, though. And that's why you reached out. But you made yourself look like an idiot instead. Or it's like Rex Googled himself. Yeah, that the same thing, too. But we have to remember, too, Hackett was part of all these sex parties, too, that were going on in Oak Beach. So I'm sure paths crossed with multiple people, especially saying. with one of them. I couldn't get a name. They wouldn't release a name. One of either it was Tom or you said Chris, one of them lived in Oak Beach community. Chris did. It was Chris? Chris. Oh, I just looked at it. I literally just looked at it. So there's no way that we don't like all of these men are just tied together. And it's just they're they don't see these women because they're prostitutes as actual people. And they're disposing of their, sorry for the term, garbage once they're done. Yeah, it's a prostitute killing ring. Yeah. That's it. And they're sharing, going back and forth, but each time somebody's getting sloppier and sloppier. The other guys that are actually in the, like, organization, you know, in law and order, they're able to hide their issues a little bit better. But these guys, Hackett wasn't, Rex wasn't. That's why they're sloppy. So that's what I'm saying. Do you don't think Hackett had more involvement with any of these other girls? No, I don't think so. No, I think he would have been caught too soon. He, he was way too sloppy. Shannon? I think yeah. I think he killed Shannon. I think it scared him too much, and he's just yeah. like, nope. Yep. I think he tried to participate further in with these other people, and it scared him too much. I think he tried to go do his own thing. Maybe he didn't like the group thing. I don't know. Or maybe he was going to serve, serve her up to the group. I don't fucking know. But he was friendly with all these people in that community because he's writing off scripts for nothing Mm -hmm. to them just to be friends. And then this happens. But didn't he move? He moved once Shannon's body was discovered, right? Correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He moved after, yeah. Immediately after her body. I think it was like two weeks. Yeah, he wouldn't have moved had they not found her body. Yeah. No, he he would have been there. He would have been perfectly content knowing that. She's rotted away back there. Because they have this... In a fetal position. They have this sadistic, corrupt little village in in Oak Beach. Fetal position? She's in fetal? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's how they found her body. Like, on her side. On her side, yeah. Her skeleton. That's how Mm -hmm. they found her skeleton. But yet, she she drowned in less than an inch of water. And and her clothes were trailed. No, they weren't trailed. They were in a pile. They were in a pile. Separate away from her. Yeah, Yeah. which was also about 30 yards. Yeah, that 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 whole thing just doesn't make any this whole sense thi- at all. this whole situation just doesn't make sense. I feel like though we gotta put it to rest, otherwise we can continue down a massive yeah, I rabbit hole. I and I just we'll we'll drop ourselves mad. 
if we keep going. And And we'll probably never have answers, unfortunately. No, but there is people that have all the answers. Yes. And some of them will take it to the grave. Yep. Assholes. Rotten hell. Piece of shit. Sorry. But I I think it's time that we need to put this to bed. Okay. Because there's still a lot of stuff in the air with Rex. Yes. And I think once they delve more into that, we could maybe learn more, maybe more of my unravel in that situation. When Rex's case continues and we learn more about, because he's only got convicted for, so far they've only gotten through the three of the four. So they didn't even get to the fourth one yet, you said, right? No, he's been charged with all four now. He was just recently charged with the fourth one. He has not been convicted of any of them yet. Right. He has not stood trial for any of this. Right. He's just done his, like, arraignment and that kind of stuff. Right, but you, when you talked about it last week, you only talked about the three. Uh, at the end, I did say that he was just recently charged. It was like a couple weeks ago right. that he was charged with Maureen, the fourth right. victim. So we don't know much of that story. So maybe a couple weeks from now, a couple months from now, when we get well, more, we can readdress the situation later. I haven't looked up what John Ray said, but he said that, remember, he was speaking on a lot of new evidence. Yes, and he is uh, also Shannon's mm-hmm. lawyer and now this girl. Yeah, he he stay, he's um he's for all the victims now. Okay. So mm-hmm. this must be a little bit older than from what I I found. Mm-hmm. For this what I just talked about a little bit ago might be cuz I I the article did that I originally found said that John Ray was for Shannon, the four girls and her and that's it. Mm-hmm. So he must recently have decided to take them all. Yeah, as far as I know, he took on all of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming. But um, I, like I said, I'm, come back in a few weeks, guys. Keep your keep your eyes, ears open. We're going to probably have to re-address any new evidence we come on with yes. this. And if you find anything out on yourself, you can report it at gilgobeachnews.com instead of going to the Long Island Police Department. Oh, yeah. Don't go to them. Clearly, we just gave you like three episodes now yeah. of why you don't should, go to Crime Stoppers. You should never mm-hmm. go to them. But GilgoBeachNews.com. Yes. All right, guys. Just make sure you like, follow, share, leave a fucking review, subscribe to all the thingamabobbers, all the medias of the social. Let us know what y'all think. Yes, reviews. Be kind. Be nice. Be gentle. Um, don't murk people because it's wrong, assholes. Until next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.